0: The information provided in this episode is provided for general informational purposes only and may not reflect the current law in your state or country. By watching and listening to our episode, you understand that no information contained in this episode should be construed as legal advice and no attorney client relationship between you, the host, or guest. You are advised to seek legal counsel concerning your legal question or concern from a lawyer licensed in your state, country, or appropriate licensing jurisdiction. Oh, 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 oh
1: oh, 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 oh Hello, Texas. Good morning Philippines. Good afternoon, Australia. And good evening, Canada. And of course hello to all the Filipinos wherever you are in the world. I want to greet our friends also, viewers and listeners of Usapang of the Record. Welcome, Dita Saating show. Welcome to Usapang of the Record. I am your host. My name is Eileen Ligatizan, and I'm an attorney licensed in the state of Texas and in the Philippines. And I am the managing partner of Ligatizan Law Firm based here in Houston, Texas. And of course, my at mapapakinggan niyo ang usapang off the record every Friday, 9 p.m. Central Time, yan, dito sa U. U.S., of course, all Central Time, usually Texas, yeah. Um, And also, that'll be 10 a.m. in the morning of Saturday in the Philippines. We are live stream via Facebook page and YouTube channel of Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy. So if you haven't subscribed, like or follow, this is the right time for you to click those buttons so that you will be notified if um, there is a new uh, show or there is an upcoming live show. Okay, so you won't miss uh, the shows that are you know that you can watch. sa Roof Chamber Radio Penoyan. Yeah. Come in! I'm a Papa gun via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, um, and Listen Notes. And uh, did I mention Overcast? Yes, of course. Overcast. Yeah, and if you are joining us here, it's a live show. You can post your shout-outs, greetings, or comments, questions. It's a comment box there because I am going to read them throughout the show. As long as you post them uh, during the show. And if you have any questions regarding our uh, topic for tonight, uh, just post it there and I'll read the question. I will read your questions and I'll try to answer them. Um, during the show all right so don't wait for the show to be over before you uh, ask your question if ever you do have any question um, or any questions regarding our topic for tonight okay because I would really like to share um, knowledge and information uh, because you don't know if you will need this now I mean if you you may you may need it now Maybe not, maybe later on, or maybe somebody else whom you know may need the information. So, you know, at least you can share something. And the good thing about this show is it's recorded. So if ever you forgot about it, you can always go back, go to Roof Chamber Radio Pino YouTube uh, uh, channel and Facebook page, and you can always watch the uh, um, old episodes or the previous episodes of uh, usapang off the record and you can also um you know uh, view it many times so it's unlimited until it's you know i mean it's gone until it's gone then there's nothing more to watch but as long as it's there you can always access it all right so that's the good thing about it and of course our topic for today and by the way i want to say um I always have to say that one because my sister is in Pozorobio. And um and I do have a lot of friends and relatives in 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 Pangasinan. Okay, so uh, kaya ako lagi sa kanila dyan. Of course, our topic for today is actually a continuation of our previous episodes. Um, we've been talking about estate planning and uh, you know, uh when the, what will happen when the person pass away without a will, with a will, you know, and also what's going to happen after the person pass away, exactly what will you need to do. So last uh, two episodes, we talk about uh, interstate succession, which we, where we discuss about what to do or what's going to happen if a person passed away without a will. How will the estate be distributed among the the heirs. And so if you miss that, just go back to the all uh, previous episodes of Roof Chamber, Ustapang uh, of the Record via Roof Chamber Radipinoy and YouTube channel. Okay. Now we are going to talk about the other, the opposite of, you know, not having a will. We're going to talk about will. Okay. It's a will is like um, a household name already. Marami, mara, you see this in movies. They you hear this in um in the some conversation online or some uh, podcasts, maybe, because it's important. Kaya ang will. Okay, and we showed last time in the previous episodes that the importance of what's going to happen if there's no will. So now we're going to talk about what's going to happen if there's a will. Well, part of it, actually, because today we're just going to talk about, you know, what is a will because you need to understand what is this thing that we talk about? We always say a will. What is a will? So we're going to talk about um, who can make a will and how can you change your will if ever you already you have already signed it, you have already executed it. So it's already done and you change your mind. Can you change it? So those kind of questions, actually, we're going to talk about all those questions. We're going to try to answer them. And also, what should you include and not include in a will? And the reason why I'm talking about this is because when I do asset planning and I have people who are, you know, consulting with me and they have this mindset that, okay, it is my will so I can... Put whatever I want. I can give whatever I want in my will because it's my will. Um, well, y- yes, you can put whatever you want there, but um, just uh, remember that there are some things that may not be enforceable. So that means even if you put it there, it's you know the court cannot enforce it because um, it's not allowed. There are some other some of this that y- you should not be putting in your will. Um, it's it's not like there's no limitation. Yes, I always tell you can you can it is your will so uh, you can put it there. But um, there are some exceptions or oh, not really the exception, but you know limitations because of the enforcement later on. You can put it there, but the question is, will it be enforced? So that's why it's important for you to consult with an attorney who practices estate planning, who may, who practices um. This kind of uh, um, legal matter, legal service, in your area of jurisdiction, because again, as I always say in the show, uh, probate and estate planning, um, these are governed by state law. So it's the the the, the law is different in um, different states. So our law here in Texas maybe different from there in California or Las Vegas, New York, you know, and even the Philippines. So, if you have any specific concern, it's always best to consult with an attorney licensed in your jurisdiction. Okay? So, let let's start our discussion now so cuz I really wanted to share a lot of information, but you know, we have limited time. So, Let's go ahead and start it. I have here a PowerPoint that I would like to share with you. This will be our guide in our discussion for tonight. All right. And, of course, there it is. The question, the first question we want to ask is, what exactly is a will? Yeah. And so, but before we start the discussion, I just want to... Uh, there's some very early uh, viewer here with us, and I'd like to j- yeah. greet, uh, read the comment, and of course, greet her. All right, there it is. From Delia Ligot, um, blessed evening, Houston. Hi, attorney Eileen watching from Australia. Yes, I know in Australia it's lunchtime. So I hope you enjoy your lunch while you're watching the show. All right. Okay, so let's go back to what, we're talk- what we were talking about a while ago. Let me show you again the slide. So here we're talking about what exactly is a will. We keep on talking about a will uh, that is important, that is part of essay planning. Uh, it's a document, of course. It has to be in writing. So basically, well, the- all those are correct. We just want to be more specific today. When you say what exactly is a will, we're talking about a legal document. It's this; it is not just any document. It is an important document, a legal document, and if it's done properly and it has complied with all the requirements of the law, it can be enforced. Okay, it can go to court and uh, you know make sure that uh, it'll be enforced, and that's the process of probate later on we'll talk about that how to probate a will okay the other thing that you need to know about a will is that is it is not irrevocable when you say it is not irrevocable it's the opposite the opposite is what revocable that means you can change it you can change your mind right people they change their mind we can we change our mind all the time especially if your circumstances change like for example when you made your will uh, you, you, you were still married with each other with your with your spouse, and then you separated. Either you got divorced, or the other spouse passed away, or you know you um, basically not together anymore. So you can change your mind, right? You can change your mind. You can change your will. So that is why it says it's not irrevocable, which means it is revocable. So that's a good thing, and that is why. Um, here in Texas, uh, we there is a joint will here in Texas. So a husband and wife or the spouses can actually create a joint will. But when I say joint will, it's just one will for the two, uh, for the spouses. But I don't, I don't recommend it. I don't advise my clients to make um, a joint will because of complications later and possible complications. Just like when, like I said, if um, they separated, not. They're not really divorced, but they're just not talking to each other anymore. So that means that other spouse cannot change it. Uh, the spouse cannot change it without the other spouse, you know, um, consent. Because it is a joint will. That is why it's always better to have your own separate will. Okay. And, um, but in the Philippines, you don't have to worry about it. And you don't recognize joint will, so... All right, the other thing that you need to know exactly uh, uh, about a will is that um, it is not just about assets and properties. Because most of the time, if it is a will, oh, uh, yeah, it's where you put your, uh, your, how your assets or properties are going to be divided among your beneficia- beneficiaries when you pass away. No, it's not always... It's not just um, assets and and properties that you that is uh, involved in a will. You have to have. Other, you can you can put some other um, wishes there. Like for example, your um, this, the disposition of your body that could be another another one. But we will talk more about that in a little bit. Okay, but it's not always um, just assets and properties. Um, and you will know more about that as we go on with our discussion for tonight. So. So that is a will. Like I said, it's not just any document. It is a legal document and enforceable if it's done properly and in according in accordance with the law. Yeah, it has complied with the requirements of the law. It is not irrevocable. That means it's revocable, and it's not just about assets and uh, properties. Okay. So, and question is, maybe you'll ask, well. We've been talking about a will. Now we know what exactly is a will. That there are some requirements uh, that has to be complied with, um, and that uh, you know uh, it has to be. Uh, it doesn't only include assets and properties. A question is why? Why would I have to do this? Why do I need to have a a, a will? You know? Well, the first thing first. In a will, it's it's, it's to, uh, there's a reason why it's called a will because it is your will. That's that's what you desire. Um, so it's, it's the desire of the person, um, that will be enforced when the person passed away, not while he's alive, not, not, not while that person is alive, the document, the will you created now while you're still alive, but it will be enforceable. It will take effect upon the death of that person. Okay. Now, the good thing about having a will is you get to decide who's going to get what of your assets. So you want to give all to your best friend. Why why not? You want to give all your assets to your parents? Sure, why not? You can put that one in your will. So that is your will. That is what you want. That is your desire. So you get to decide. Um, That's one benefit of having a will. You're not allowing taxes to make a decision uh, when it comes to the distribution of your your, uh, asset or estate when you pass away. The other thing is, um, you can also um, designate a person who will manage your, your estate when you pass away. Um, and we call this person an executor, or if it's a, you know, an executor or an executrix. Um, that's the, per- uh, the executor is the person who's going to be managing your estate, who's going go to go to court and have your will probated, be, a, be um, appointed by the court as the executor of your will, and make sure that the wishes that you put in your will will be followed. That is your executor, and you get to choose that person. But if you didn't put the name of the executor there in um, your will, it's okay. Your will still your va- your you will still uh, valid, but um, y- somebody will have to apply to be a, an administrator of your essay because somebody has to manage your essay. It's not gonna it's not gonna happen on its own. Your your estate will not be distributed to your beneficiaries on its own. There has to be somebody who's going to do that. And that will be your administrator, executor or administrator of your estate. Okay? And also, the, this is what I know <laughs> You can spare your loved ones if you have a will. You can spare your loved, one, loved ones from the 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 stress of settling your estate you know because if you pass away you leave your loved ones they're grieving they're mourning and then they still have to deal with your uh, assets your estate just like what we have discussed during the interstate succession succession um, episodes so you can spare them from going through the process of Uh, determining the heirs and then applying for an administrator and having this interstate succession uh, distribution. So you can spare them from that because um, you can simplify the distribution of your estate um, on your will. Okay? So that's a good thing about having a a, a will. And also, if you have children, if you have children, it's important that you have a will because you can um, um, actually appoint a, a legal guardian or representative for your children in your will when you pass away, because you know the children. If the other parent is no longer available, it's good if the other parent still you know alive. But uh, the other parent can step in. But if both of you are are, go- are gone, um, who's going to take care of your children? So you can appoint a guardian there uh, on your will. But of course, it's not like you know automatic. It still up. It still have to be. Uh, there's still a process to be done in court, but at least you can appoint the person whom you trust to take care of your children. So that's another benefit of having a will. There's more, but um, I just want to talk about this. uh, Who can make a will? Well, actually... If you have uh, if you have a legal capacity to enter into a contract, you can make a will. So if you're 14 years old, no, you cannot make a will yet in Texas because you are not yet legally capacitated to enter into any contract. Uh, so you can't make a will yet, but you know you can be a witness in a you know execution of a will. So that's what I always tell them. Uh, how we need two witnesses in Texas. So when you when you make your will. You'll have to sign it in front of, your, of the two witnesses and a notary repu- public. And the witnesses could be at least 14 years old, you know, witness, but not the one who's making the will. You have to be at least 18 years old here in Texas. And, of course, um, you have to have a legal capacity to, to do it. Uh, yes, you are 18 years old, but um, you have mental, uh, mental um, problem, illness, or maybe you are incapacitated. You're uh, unconscious, or you know you have to have a legal capacity to make that will at the time you are executing the will. So that is why during execution of the will, when we are doing when, when we are doing the will signing, I ano um ko yung mga uh, yung yung testator or testatrix in front of the witnesses to show na that person. Is capacitated to make a will at that time, you know, like, you know that, you know what you're doing, that you know that you are making a will, you know, the, 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 uh, the bounty of your um, estate, you know, how much asset you have, you know, what your, what are your assets, you know, um, that you are at the time this uh, making a disposition uh, of your will. So it's important that um, we that you can establish the one at the time of your uh, at the time of the execution of the will. You know why? Because it could be a ground for contest later on. If there unhappy beneficiaries in will will, or somebody was not named as a beneficiary in your will, and that person thinks that he should or she should get something out of your estate, you know, then that person may file a contest. That means challenge your will and then latyon, or that time when he was making a will he's actually does it's uh, not in his right frame of mind or lessing shanon he doesn't know what he's doing or there was a lot of um he was coerced man, so that's why it's a very important uh, that during the execution hindi ka lang basta-basta majan hindi hindi basta lang yan and also requirement jan is uh, you have to sign in front of your two witnesses at least. And dun yung alam ng two witnesses mo that you are signing your will because later on, if they challenge your signature, then your witnesses can, uh, you know, attest to that. And of course, in front of the notary. Hindi pwedeng paper and then dadalin mo sa notary Papano- It has to be at the time you are signing. The notary public should be uh, um, can see you signing. Or at least he he he's witnessing you uh, signing your document. Uh, but of course, in the notary, naman is that's the only purpose of notary. You don't the notary doesn't even have to look at the uh, the content of your will. You know, uh, the the reason for the notary is just to prove that you know I saw you sign and that you are that person who's signing there. That's the that's um, the task of the notary, the responsibility. Yeah. All right, so um, the other thing here is what are the types of, uh, of will here in Texas? We have, well, I already mentioned earlier the joint will, and I kind of discussed a little bit about that, which I said I, am, I don't really recommend. Um, the other two types, we have the holographic will and the uh, um, formal will, okay? When we say holographic will, Ito yung it, it was written purely in the handwriting of the person who's making the will purely ah, hindi yung uh tinaip mo yung kalahate, you type it and then um pag mo ay pa pala ko yung dadagdag, and then you just handwrite it so hindi pa, it has to be entirely written uh by the testator your handwriting mo because uh we when we when we probate that will we find we need to present witnesses who can attest that that is the signature of the person that is the handwriting of the person who made it. you know, but of course, holographic will its not required to have a uh, to have witnesses. In Texas deba, two witnesses are required. If it's a holographic will hindi Ka my witness authorized. So it's just you making your will. Eh, ang dali naman pala, mo, no? um, I'm just gonna go ahead and. And just write it. Uh, hindi na. Tsaka kung ano yung ko. Uh, yun ang gusto ko. Yes. Of course. Why not? Because holographic will is a valid will here in the state of Texas. The only problem with that is later on pagka we probate the will na. Okay? Because holographic will is usually the you know, yun yung mga contested will. Why? Because you know the way you wrote your will, the words that you use, you know, may have different meaning meaning uh, to the reader, not necessarily to you. Your intention may be different from what you've written there. So that's why uh, it's a rich, um, rich source of contest or will challenge on holographic will. So you have to be very careful when you're writing your own, if you decide to do a holographic will, okay? And um and the other one, of course, is the uh, formal will. So when we say formal will, it's a uh, type written will. And, of course, if it's a formal uh, formal will, the requirement of the law is that it has to be, uh, you have to have two witnesses and it has to be notarized because the notary public is witnessing the signature of the witnesses, that, oh, they're the one, and, of course, the testator. So it's important that you... Uh, Comply with the requirement of requirements of the law. Otherwise, it will be invalidated, and you'll have more problem later on, and it's gonna be more expensive to resolve the issue. So you want to do it the right way the first time. So okay, so very very interesting topic. Nothing really. I mean, uh, it affects everyone. Sabihin mo, oh, I don't need the will because palit lang naman ng ano ko naman properties. Well, you have properties. So you have to know where your properties are gonna go when you pass away, and that's, and, and in order for you to do that, you have to have a will. All right. So before we this we, we go to the next part of our discussion, I just wanna uh, greet some people here na bumabati na dito sa atin ngayon, and let's share their comments. Okay. Wait. So, si Shell the second, I may tanong. Nasaan yun? how much is the cause of a will is it expensive very good question because money I mean if you if you um, make a, a legal document and if you go to a, a person who says expert to 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 make that uh, in, uh, document you'll have to pay for the services or there's a corresponding fee for that and if it's an if, if the person is an attorney you'll have to pay for uh, the legal fees um, well basically, uh, depending on the How much is the cost of a will? Is it expensive? It depends on um, your will. Sometimes there are there are wills that are just probably six pages. There are also some that are more than 10 pages. So it depends on what you're actually putting in the, in the how much you are um, how much you are putting on and in, in your will. Like for example on on your do- on the document. Like for example. Uh in your will you can you can give specific bequest right or you can also give um general yung, yung residuary estate mo, kanina mapunta madlilayan pag sinabi all at the all of my properties i want to i want to give it all to um my let's say uh, your spouse let's say wala ka namang anak spouse lang so that's all your your um your bequest or not really because, but yun yung yung um, isal yung beneficiary na magta- na receive ng lahat ng mga, uh, assets mo. So that's what you put in there. But if you have children, you know you'll have to have provisions for your children. So lalagay mo dindon. And if your children are minors, then you'll have to, uh, you know, um, add some more into your into your will to cover let's say for example appointment of guardianship in case you pass away and the children are still minor okay and if you pass away the 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 share of your children in minor spanning so they can't receive it they have to have either a guardian appointed or a trustee so you have you will make a a trust within your uh, in your um, will so, kaya no humahaba. So, that's why it's really not, it's not, you know, there's really no, um, like, fix as to when, how much is the the will and how, and whether it's expensive or not. And depende on kung ka lugar. Kung mas ibang state ka, kasi iba-iba yung charging ng mga um, estate planning attorneys na gumagawa ng will. Okay? And of course, like I said, dependi sa dami ng bequest. Ang bequest yung mga the, kung mayro kang gustong ibigay na personal property to a specific person. Like for example, ang dami mong collection ng mamahaling um, bags, mga mamahaling mong bags, and you wanna give uh, all of them to one person or one for each one for different person you know so marami marami kang mahahaba yung listahan mo Let's say you have a diamond ring and you want to give the diamond ring specifically to your cousin then ilalagay mo din doon di ba? oh and then you have let's say for example you have a piano and you want to give this piano your piano to your nephew so ilalagay mo din so humahaba yung listahan mo kaya dumadaming pages ng wills mo so depende yon sa bequest mo ah uh, doon sa will mo. okay yan ang sagot sa tanong ni shell okay and Anna Barbin is watching I don't I'm not sure if you're still watching from Sorsogon because I know she's in Sorsogon yeah and um and then see si Emmy Emily got hello Attorney Eileen watching here in Cavite so nasa Cavite ka papareng pala <laughs> Akala ko you are oh yeah well um. Hi na lang sa mga taga-Cavite Mga Caviteño yeah, ayan. Okay And oh, ito pa Si Ana Barbindan Hi, Attorney Aileen Ngotizan Watching with you from uh, Prieto Diaz, Sorsogon City yeah, Sorsogon nga, ayan May sagot yun Sorsogon Okay, so I know there are some other questions here I, We're gonna answer the questions uh, When we come back After a very short break So um, stay with me, stick around, and I'll see you in a bit.
0: Hello to everyone from Roof Chamber Radio. I'm encouraging all of you to stay here, stay in this chamber. If you want to be inspired, you want to be encouraged, this is where it's at. And we're all going to need this, especially, you know, in this new year that we're in. We don't know what's up for tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen next week or next month. But i believe that when you gather with people who believe in the power the faithfulness and the goodness of the lord jesus christ there is power in that in itself so stay here stay in the roof chamber radio be inspired be encouraged and let's all go through life not on our own and more than just with each other but let's speak the faith let's share the faith Let's live by faith and let's walk by faith. God bless you all. Everyone from Roof Chamber Radio.
1: And we're back. Nandito pa rin tayo sa usapang of the record. Uh, magandang gabi, magandang tanghalit, magandang umaga sa lahat-lahat ng mga nanonood. San man kayo naroon, especially dun sa mga bagong tune-in pa lang. So today, we are actually talking about will. The, uh, what are the, uh, who can make a will? Sino ang mga pwedeng gumawa ng will? We talked about that before the break, and also, um, what are the types of uh, of uh, wills here in Texas? Of course, sa ibang lugar they also have the holographic will. You know, uh, basically, parang pareho lang. It's just that nagakaybabas sa mga requirements. So you have to always uh, check your law, consult with an attorney in your jurisdiction. Okay. Uh, Ganon din sa Philippines yeah. Alright, so before we continue our discussion, there's a question here I'd like to address. Uh, it's coming from Shell. Shell, sabi niya, where should I put or keep my will when it's done? So sa kanya naman, I don't know if she probably made a holographic will or uh, or a uh, formal will. Ang tanong is where to put it. And that is not, no, um... That is a good question actually because kahit na gumawa ka ng will mo tapos nawala naman yan and wala kang copies hindi mahana. paano mo papro- ipaprobate pa- yun nawawala so but that doesn't mean na baliwala na it's just that mas ma it's gonna be more challenging and difficult to go to the court and uh, you know prove that there's actually a will uh, but we can't show a will there's no there's no cop, there's no copies there are no um any any paper or documents to show the court, um, you can still do. You can still probate it later on. We'll talk. We'll talk more about that. But it's just going to be uh, more challenging, and you have uh, and you'll you'll do more. There's more requirements uh, that will be required for you to do that. So that's why it's important to you know where will you keep your will. Now wala batas. there's no no rules as to where you're gonna put it. It's up to you as long as you know it's safe. Some people they they put it in a safety uh deposit in a safe deposit box uh some bank you know um I discourage uh, no I no not really discourage but I, I do not encourage my clients um to put it in a safety deposit box because uh, sometimes when you know when the person passed away, it's not easy to you know just just open the safety deposit box and, and, and find and, and look if there's a will there. We uh, still have to in that case most of the time we have to ask uh, we have to apply for a court order in order to open the safety deposit box. Um, and then of course, um, yeah. <laughs> And, and um, you can also put it in your if you have a your safety deposit box at home. You can put it there. You know, make naman yung code, di ba lock and yan. or any any safe place where you can keep it. Okay, and gumawa ka rin ng copies mo. but just in case no walang original, you know, if you lose the original, you can still go to the court and probate the copy of the will. Yeah. So, but um. But that doesn't mean na kailangan mag-copy at ibigay mo sa mga anak mo, sa mga beneficiaries mo, no? Because if you do that, if you give it to a lot of people, and then you change your mind later on, uh, papalitan mo yung will mo, you know, and and uh, may bago ka ng will, pero ang hawak ng mga anak mo or ng... You know, mga kamag-anak mo, eh, yung old will mo, so later, let's say if you passed away, then maraming mga will lang maglalabasan, and then it'll just complicate the, the 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 process, but it doesn't mean it cannot be settled, you know, because you're gonna look into, of course, which one is the most recent one, the last will, kaya nga daba, last will and testament kasi yung last talaga pero depende pa rin sa warnings mo because if the last will Let's say meron kang will nung 2014, 2018 and then 2022. Tatlo yung ginawa mong will over you know, your, your span of your life. Tatlo. Um, pag yung 2022 will mo in a revoke because it didn't comply with the requirements or you know, it's it was rendered invalid by the court, then babalik sila doon sa ano yung ano yung susunod doon na pinakahuli yung 2018. So, kaya merong ano um a little more complication there in the process. So, siempre depende niyon kung sino manilagay mga beneficiaries. Kasi yung mga beneficiaries mo, let's say pinamanan mo don sa 2018 will mo, tasi ngal mo sa 2022 will mo. Siempre yung challenge ng 2022 will mo. So that's why inasinsabi ko na you don't really have to distribute your will to your copies of your will to you know many people. Ang um, you keep it in a safe place. Uh, make sure that somebody knows so that if you when you pass away, they know that you have a will. And also, that's why you have witnesses. The two witnesses will say, oh, yeah, I, I know she has a will because I was there. I was one of the witnesses. So, yun. Yeah, that's um, another important why it has to be uh, witnessed. Okay? So. All right. So, let's continue. And then uh, we're going to have to... Go back to our slide. There. So here, let's talk about what should you include and not include in a will. And we were talking about this a while ago, deba. Like ano ba yung mga pwede kung ilagay sa will ko and hindi pwede. Because we said that well, it's my will, so I can put whatever I want, right? Yes, of course, you can put whatever you want in there. But the question is, can all of it be enforced by the court? That's the question. So that's why we're talking about this. What should you include and not include in a will? So, Unayan, you look at the properties and assets. Of course, diba, I said um, you can make a lot of bequests. Like, for example, uh, you have a diamond ring and you want to give this to uh, somebody, you know, or you have uh, you have four cars and you want to give one car to your cousin, A, eh, and then car, car two to your friend uh, B so yun yung disposition na ginagawa mo sa will mo uh, big question ngayon may mga properties na you cannot include it in your will and ito yung una or properties or assets um if the let's like for example i put the joint tenancy ang joint tenancy kasi that means um dalawa kayo doon na owner nung nung property let's say you bought a house Okay? But it's under joint tenancy with right of survivorship. So that means uh, let's say magdalawa kayong bumili ng property na yon. It's a joint ownership and with right of survivorship. So hindi mo pwedeng ilagay dun sa will mo na oh yung property ko, let's say bumili ka ng property sa let's say uh, CTA. Alright? So ilalagay mo, hindi mo pwedeng sa will mo na my property in CTA, I'd like to give it to um, my uh, daughter a let's say for example kung yung property na yon a under joint tenancy uh, tenancy with right of survivorship why because once she pa- sabihin kasi once she passed away yung property na yon will automatically yung ownership doon automatically mapupunta doon sa survivor so let's say um ikaw at yung cousin mo bumili kayo ng property Yung bahay na yun. uh, If When you pass away, yung cousin mo ang magiging automatic owner na ng buong property. So, hindi mo na siya pwedeng lagay sa will mo kasi hindi, napaga, hindi mo na pag-aari eh. Uh, once you pass away, automatic yon Nasa kanya na, mapupunta. So, you cannot include that. Alright? The other thing is living trust. Of course, living trust, um, that's why yung mga iba sabi lang Oh, I'm just going to have a uh, living trust because uh, it's not it doesn't go to probate. And um, that is uh, true because meron ka nang dinasignate na beneficiaries doon sa trust mo. Okay? So hindi na yan papasok sa, sa uh, probate unless, of course, yung trust mo, ang beneficiary niyan, eh, yung uh, estate mo, then papasok pa rin. So that, those are just a little complication. But generally, if it's proper, if it's the property of the trust, you cannot include it in your disposition in your will. Okay. Now the other thing is life insurance proceed. Bakit hindi? Because nagda-designate ka na ng beneficiary mo dun sa life insurance mo. So when you pass away, sa sa beneficiary mo na yon, hindi na ypa sa estate mo sa yung, yung, uh, property mo when you passed away. Naka-separate na yon. Um, Automatic larin will go to your beneficiary whoever it is that you name there. However, if uh, there's no beneficiary, then it'll still go to your um. It will still go to your estate. Pero you cannot you know if you cannot you cannot put that into your will as long as if you designate uh if you designated a beneficiary uh to on sa trust mo okay or life insurance mo yeah uh ano pa ba uh, well, it's not included there, but, um, oh, yeah, that's right. It's there, life insurance president. And then the other one, uh, you can put instructions, you know, as to what are your wishes, uh, but, yes, I put here funeral. Although, yes, technically, you it Let's say, for example, oh uh, upon my death, I want to be cremated, okay, and I want my urn. Uh, to be placed in our in our family uh, missileo in the Philippines somewhere there, although pwede naman yan ilagay mo don, he, I don't I don't really recommend that. Uh, what I do is I create a, a separate um, document, legal document, um, and I it, the, uh titled disposition of remains. You know why? Because if you are gonna put your funeral instructions so will mo. Hindi pwede, Not until the will is probated hindi 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 nila pwedeng enforce yung yung sinabi mo doon in terms of your funeral so what's going to happen to your remains maghihintay ba yung remains mo hanggang matapos yung probate 'di ba so paano kung natagalan yung probate kasi may mga contest it got complicated tumagal ng more than 3 months or naging 4 months pa naging 5 months pa Nagyayari ba yun yes nangyayari yun even one year pa so you you don't want your remains to be waiting right so that's why it's important for you to have a separate um disposition of your remains that's why i put it there Now don't include the you know you can just actually refer it there let's say oh um uh, for my for the disposition of my body i i create i have a i have an, an independent or separate um, disposition documents, so yon. Refer lang yung ginawa mong disposition of your remains, but not you know, not wag naman doon sa will mo. Okay. Um, other things that um you should not include in your will, nilagay natin yun conditions. Yeah. Um, yung mga conditions. Eh, <laughs> talaga. Sure, because some people um may mga trust issues din sila, di ba? So even parents oh I, I i i will give everything to my son if my son will not marry so and so yung girlfriend niya ngayon can you put that one in your will of course not you know um or divorce uh, pagka nag divorce uh, nag niya ako hindi ko you know in or something like because um or or religion let's say for oh uh, I'm gonna give uh, her um all of my estate if it will if she will convert to whatever religion you want her to convert to of course no uh, you cannot do that mm, because why well I can put whatever I want can I yes like I said you can put whatever you want but the question is will it be enforced by the court of course not. So why why include it there? You know, you cannot really dictate kung kanino magpapakasal yung anak mo. Yeah. Totoo 'yun. So hindi mo pwedeng sabihin, ay nilalagay ko dito hindi ka mama, hindi ka tatanggap kahit na ano, blah blah blah. So will go pag pinakasalan mo yung girlfriend mo ngayon. Yan. Kasi hindi naman force ng court yun eh. So bakit mo pa isa sa ilalagay, right? Okay, um so you may mga conditions na gano, um let's say for example when then um uh when making a will you could also you can put there naman uh, to to let's say for example to my to my sister if and when she graduates from college you know mga conditions na nilalagay kang gano'n. the problem is paano kung never siyang mag-graduate sa college? ba wala siyang matatanggap 'di ba so, may mga conditions na pwede mong ilagay, may mga, mga conditions na hindi mo pwede nilagay. As long as the conditions can, uh, are enforceable by the court, yes, why not? You can. Okay? All right. So, um, before we go to the next slide, uh, let's look at some of the questions here. Oh, my question dito. Si Rusty Lopez. Hi, Rusty. Uh Sabina, can I avoid paying estate tax if I have a will? Oh, well, good question. Um well, the qu- the answer to that question uh, Rusty, is no, you cannot because the will is it will not shield you from the taxes that you owe if your estate is taxable. Now, uh, when I say taxable because not all estate is taxable, okay? Um, like here in Texas, Texas, we don't have um, uh, estate tax on the state level, but we are still subject to the state tax, the federal estate tax. So if your property, Rusty, is let's say your total assets or total estate when you pass away is, uh, let's say it's thirty 13 million. And I say 13 million because it's over the uh, exemption limit. All right. Um, The exemption right now, 2022, is I believe it's 12 million, 12.6 million. So if your estate is more than uh, 12.06 million, sorry, um, whatever is in excess of that is taxable. The estate tax will apply to it. So, if it's less than that, less than $12.06 million, then it's not subject to estate tax. Kaya nga sinasabi natin, some estates are taxable and some are, you know, non-taxable. Well, the thing, on laki naman pala, I don't have that million. So, I'm not gonna be subject to 40% estate tax. Well, hindi ni mo rin masasabi because that law will expire in 2025. So, Year 2025 babalik na tayo sa um, ano 6.2 million. So imagine no from from 12.06 million bababa na yung ano yung exemption natin ng 6.2 million. So kapag uh, 7 million ang pera mo yung sobra ng 6.2 million will be subject to estate tax. So no, sorry Racie, it's not. The will will not uh, save you from estate uh, tax if ever your will is, you know, taxable okay but really that's a good question all right and um oh see si barbine my tita she said god bless you more pamangkin salamat po and of course ayan naman si rochelle ligot the second Hi sis number one fan here kaagwan at si kayo posorobio si Rin. yeah so mga taga posorobio ditan tapos na ba ang panangan okay Alright, ito pa, may isang pang oh, uh, Emily got masantas na kaagwan. Sorry, Tagapusorobyo. We well, on kaagwan lanatan, itan, right? Hapon na, ibig sabihin. May bumabate naman. Good morning. Si Mirna Tampalina, may tita. I'm not sure if she's, still, she's in Cavite. Ayan. Ito, sabi naman niya, yung sa akin, may karapatan ba ako sa ariyarian? Lang ang anak niya. Okay, so hold on. Let's uh, try to understand the question. Ah, yung sa akin, may karapatan ba ako sa ari-arian? Isa lang ang anak niya. Oh, okay. I believe we're talking about when you say siya, maybe the spouse. So let's say um, magasawa. Tapos yung uh, sa yung other yung other spouse mo ay mayroong anak na hindi niyo anak i think that's what it means by that well depending nga ang pinag-usapan nyo natin kung ilalagay kanya sa will niya of course you have the right you know so encourage him to or him or her whoever to make a will para magkaroon ka ng karapatan doon sa property pag nilagay kanya doon sa will na let's say uh, half of the property will go to you then yes may karapatan ka doon because nandun sa will niya yon that's what it means. Pero kung wala siyang will, then mag-a-apply naman ng interstate succession yan. So titingnan natin kung ano yung sinasabi ng ng interstate succession law doon sa lugar mo. If it's if it's in the Philippines or if it's in a different state here in the US, tos so dependi doon sa kung kanino ibibigay according sa sa batas ng uh, ng country mo or ng state mo. So, yes, hindi ibig sabihin meron siyang anak, mapupunta na lahat sa anak. Um, Depende yon sa situation. Okay? Pero pinakamaganda pa rin at pinaka-the best pa rin is kapag ka gumawa siya ng will. ba Okay, so, uh asan na ba tayo sa ating discussion? Dito na tayo sa, oh, may question dito. I think it's a very important question. So, let's go ahead and answer that question. All right. So, uh see, si early design, matanong naman niya. Eh, I I have four dogs, na Yorkies. Yeah, they're very cute. I want them to get all my assets. Is this allowed? Sabi niya. Well, it depends on the state where you are at. because here, if you're here in Texas, um basically dogs are considered personal property. So if they're personal property, they cannot own Properties, so it's not wise to put in your will. Um, na ipamanahan mo yung mga yung dogs yung mga pets, okay, because they are uh, they cannot inherit and not they're, they're they're considered personal properties. So, what's gonna happen? So, ang magagawa mo jan is to create a trust for your dogs. Um, so whoever is the trustee we will take care of the dogs uh you know needs that's what you're going to do don't put them in the in the in your will because like i said they are not capable of inheriting um yeah so the best decision is to you know create a trust for them and then appoint a trustee who will take care who will manage their uh, the, the trust properties for the benefits of the dogs. Yeah. Get if you have cats. Because I know how some people they love cats and you know of course that when they pass away that the their cats or pets are gonna be taken care of. All right, so there it is. Yeah, Len Yes, of course I know. I <laughs> okay let's uh read this question here. 2012. Oh, I have a situation here. Let's read it. Okay. 2012, wife married the stator. Okay. 2013, that means a year after, the stator made a will, and wife will get everything. Alright. And then 2015, wife divorced the testator. 2019, the testator died. Will the wife get from the testator's will? Okay, um pag nag-divorce kayo mawawalan na lang ano yung yung the if if you devo- even if you put your wife you give you gave everything to your wife uh in your will if you get divorced uh during the lifetime of the testator and even if the testator did not change the will you know the wife will not get anything because of the divorce kasi nag-divorce na kayo so uh, used wala na yun. Kumbaga na invalidate yung yung uh sa wife, yung binigay mo doon sa wife. Yeah, though so that's a good question. At, actually, there's a lot more question to that one but I'm not going to uh explore more of, you know, this situation because actually there's a lot more s- situations related to that uh it could be a one-whole uh, episode again so okay let's just go c- continue uh, i think this is the last slide that we have here so how can you make changes in a will okay like i said earlier you can create your will and a will is not uh irre- irrevocable that means the will is revocable you can change it while you're still alive and you're capable of doing it you're capacitated mentally uh, you you know, you can change your will. Now the thing is uh, some people about there are there are two types of wills. Um, we have here that I mentioned a so Texas, we have the holographic will and the typewritten will, the formal will. So let's say typewritten will, formal will yung mo. it's witness, it was notarized. yeah. And then you change your mind. Some people that are, and I've seen this happening, I've seen wills that are being probated na ang ginagawa nila, they cross it out. Oh, tina, they, they cross out the name of the person on don so will nila, and then they write another name on top of it. Don't do that, please. You cannot change your will by doing that. It's not effective. It's, it will not be recognized. Kung ano yung sinulat mo doon, it's, it's like as if it's not there. So kung ano yung cross out mo, siya pa rin yung nandoon. Because that's not how you change um, your will. So, and how? So, the question is how? So, first one, we have two here, two, two, two ways. First one is codicil. So, this is the text that sometimes we call codicil uh, supplementary will. That means uh, you create another document, na, but that document, uh, you put there your changes, kung yung gusto mong palitan na provisions doon sa will mo na nauna, or gusto mong idagdag, ilalagay mo doon. But that codicil it itself is a will. In, I mean that codicil is a so, will in itself. That means it has to be, you have to have two witnesses again, and it has to be notarized. And it could be pervade, pervaded um, independent, independently. Or if invalidated the will, the codicil will be your last will. So that's why it has to comply with the requirements of the law. Also, now the other one, the other way of changing, the, the other way of changing it is just completely making a new will. And then put in that new will that you are revoking, any old wills that you've done in the past, because that new will will um, supersede or revoke the the previous wills that you have created. So especially kapag you have a lot of changes that you want to put into your, you know, so will you want to make into your make in your will, you want there's a lot of changes you want to do. It would be better for you to just create a new one than just make codicils. Sometimes yung iba, may apat na codicils nila kasi bago na naman iisip nila, gano'n. So you have to probate all of them. Kailangan i-provide y- uh, y- those uh, codicils uh, sa court during probate. So mas maganda lang kung nagbago-bago na isip mo, apat na codicils mo, apat na supplementary wills mo apart from the original one. Kumawa na lang ng bago para hindi complicated. Yan ganun doon. All right. So that is um, about it. We talk about uh, what exactly is a will, who can make a will, and what are the types of the will in general. Um, also, we talk about what uh, should you include and not include in a will. And also, um, what to do when you want to change your Will. So those are very important knowledge, legal knowledge that you should have at least. Now, if you're not from Texas, definitely I I advise you to consult an attorney in your jurisdiction so you will get the correct information and you will be guided uh, correctly and um, make sure that your will is enforceable in your jurisdiction all right Again, so maraming maraming salamat before we we go i just like to share you know that uh, malapit na ang september Meron kasi kaming big event nitong September 4. We are having Fiesta Ko sa Texas here in the state of, uh, I mean, in the state of Texas, in Houston. Ayan. So, I'd like to share with you yung, yan. Yeah. So, actually, three weeks na lang. Actually, less than three weeks. Eh. Two weeks na because today is Friday already. So, September 4, we will have our Fiesta Ko sa Texas this is city event center so if you're in the area you're in even if you're in san antonio area or dallas come come join us this is a, a whole day event uh, you can also be a sponsor you can be a food or non-food vendor and uh, we'll have uh, some and a lot of entertainments we have ii as our guest performer and of course, marami pang mga local artists that uh, ma- they will showcase their talents. And we also have Miss Fiesta Cosa, Texas Texas um, pageant. So yes, yeah, so I'm excited actually because I'm part of this uh, event. I'm one of the organizers. Being the chair of the Philippine-American uh, um uh, <laughs> P-A-C-C, Philippine American Chamber of Commerce here in Texas, Greater Houston Region. I'm the region chair. I am actually one of the organizers of this event. And I know we put a lot of hard work here because we really want it to be the best event of the year, Devon. So we we actually do this every year. But since the pandemic, uh, the last time we had it was 2019. And then we're back. So I'm excited. Um, It's going to be a whole day of fun. Uh, activities, a lot of food to eat, and a lot of performers to watch. So, yes. All right. Okay. And, um, again, maraming-maraming salamat sa lahat ng mga nanood at nakasama natin dito sa live show. Um, I'd like to say thank you to Groove Chamber Radio Pinoy uh, and... Ligotisan law firm na uh, sila yung um, producers nitong show natin na ito. And of course, I'd like to say thank you to Fenji Vilasin, the uh, president of Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy. Ang usapang of the record is, like I said, it's uh, it can be watched. You can you can you can join us a live show every Friday, uh, 9 p.m. Central Time and 10 a.m. in the Philippines. Ayan. so, kaya at this point, I'll see you all next week sa isa na namang usapang of the record. This is Eileen. Have a great weekend, everyone. Make it worth it. Bye.